Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Champions. Wow. Mark, I'm sure I'm not the only one in my feelings this morning uh, after Mark. That was a great session. And uh, so interesting for me because, you know, uh, I have heard mostly in my life, right, um, not to be so emotional. And, and, and actually, we say it to people uh, today, like, get out of your feelings, get out of your feelings. How many people, flash your mic if you, you know, have recently told somebody to get out of their feelings. I know I have. You know, um, so Mark educated us on the fact that it's just the opposite, right? Um, we should get in our feelings. Uh, good morning, everyone. T.M. Hyman here. Uh, Glenn and Sarah, thanks for the opportunity um, to hold this particular space. I want to talk about uh, five lessons that I have learned specific uh, to transformation. Um, I, I started off as a very young, young leader, a very young leader, a very ignorant leader, a rambunctious leader, a passionate leader. Um, some way may have even described me as a uh, aggressive leader, right? But that's why uh, mentors and a support system is extremely important. Um, success is defined differently for everyone, and it looks different for everyone. Uh, typically, our environments um, kind of guide uh, who we are, who we become. But I'm a believer. I believe that that anyone can change uh, through the right mentorship and through the right coaching, right training, role models. Uh, I am one who has been refined um, through that type of system, a support system, right? And so I'm going to ask today: How many of you have a personal board of directors, a circle of influence, people that you can rely on, right? People that you default to. And I'll tell you something: that board of directors or that circle of influence does not have to be uh, people who are alive. Uh, let me tell you who's a part of my, my board of directors or my circle. Um, Nelson Mandela, he, he's a part of my, my board of directors. I, I've studied him in and out, uh, his concepts, principles, uh, my entire life. 
um, a, a gentleman by the name of Reginald F. Lewis. If you do not know Reginald F. Lewis, Google him. He was the first African-American uh, billionaire in the late 80s. He uh, owned a company called uh, Beatrice. Beatrice was a grocery chain. Uh, he's on my board of directors. And then Colin Powell, um, you know, th three very um, distinguished people whose lives I've studied, um, lessons, you know, their, their wins, their failures. And so, you know, I want to start off by, by asking you again, you know, what does success look like for you? It looks different for everyone. What, what does winning look like for you? You know, what does it look like? What does it smell like? You know, where do you live? you know, at, at the highest level, at the highest height of your success? You know, what do you drive? Do you drive? Have you, like, parked the car permanently, right? I mean, are you being chauffeured? Is it car service? You, you have to get specific, very specific, in, in order to reach that optimal level of transformation, right? You have to get really, really specific, and you have to have a circle of influence, people who are going to hold you accountable, uh, people to help you to understand what's right uh, and what's wrong, right? And you have to be honest at all times about it. And so a lot of times we're operating out of our own heads. We're, we're creating plans out of our own heads. Um, we are modifying those plans out of our own heads, right? And, and if you're unable to bounce ideas off of others, um, it, it's hard to reach that optimal level. And so what I want to talk about today is some lessons that helped me um, to, to get to some levels that I never even imagined for myself. Uh, I've been able to be in places, I mean, hell, I am here on the stage talking to you, Breakfast of Champions, um, and how? I can't even explain it, right? Um, but hopefully some of these lessons I'll share, you'll be able to activate um, in your life and also see some uh, results or you'll find yourself in some places that you just never, ever imagined. Um, and so the first thing, and this is not necessarily a lesson, but I guess it is a lesson, right? I mean, this came to me as I was reflecting back on emotional intelligence. Um, we got to check our egos at the door. We have to check our egos at the door. We have to be honest um, at all times. And, and I always come from a place of leadership, right? Um, so my thought process is, is one of a leader uh, in leading people. And so uh, if, if, if we're going to follow Mark's guidance um, and we're going to help people to feel and, and we're going to connect more with people and be authentic. And, and when you ask someone, you know, if they're okay, they're not just going to say fine, right? They're going to tell you how they really feel. If that's going to really happen, we have to check our egos at the door, right? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we are all wrapped up in what we do. We, we carefully create the status quo, and, and then we become prisoners of it, right? Our self-esteem, our careers, our businesses, technology, our culture, tradition, skill set, everything, everything. Uh, it becomes a habit, right? Understandable, we're humans. But the problem arises when habit actually starts to define us and, and, and we always refer back to what we used to do, the past, right? It's glorifying. It helps us to feel good. We, we know we like to talk about yesterday, but how annoying does it become when you constantly hear people talk about yesterday? It, it's gone you know, it's never coming back. You know, let's check our egos at the door. I mean, one, don't become a prisoner of your past. You know, it was great. You made a lot of money, maybe, but it's gone. It's over. What are you doing today? You know, I mean, COVID hit us so hard 
that I hope everyone understands now that you have to change before you're forced to change. I mean, great leaders take deep breaths and then walk right up to change, shake its hand. Like, hello, change. <laughs> it doesn't always feel good, but we have to embrace it, right? I mean, we check our egos and we try to take on this, this new normal, whatever it is. But it's always less painful to change yourself before you're actually forced to change, right? Before you're forced to change. Feedback for me was a significant thing. I, I could remember being um, really breaking into the workplace as a, as a young leader, an entrepreneur, and I had never actually heard the phrase feedback, feedback. But I learned that it was a gift because feedback was something that actually uh, people did not have to do and you don't have to do. But to give, receive, uh, and apply feedback, it is like monumental. And so the first thing that, that I would suggest uh, as it relates to transformation, wh whether you are an individual trying to grow, whether you're trying to grow a team, you know, it is extremely important to promote a culture of feedback. A culture of feedback. Promote a clash of the ideas. You know, ideas build people up. You know, they, they'd also, you know, bring some things down that need to come down based off of feedback, right? I mean, some things we need to stop, we need to start, we need to continue. But it should be based on feedback. To be successful, leaders are consciously, right, trying to stay in touch with the best ideas and the best people so that they can stay relevant. We have to also work to be relevant. And in order to be relevant, you have to give, receive, and apply feedback. There has to be a clashing of the ideas. Encourage like a, a noisy system. You know, encourage people to give feedback. Sometimes it comes off as argumentative, and some people come off as argumentative, but really they have an opinion. Tone and manner makes a difference, but promote a culture of feedback. Look for great ideas, wherever they come from, where, wherever they come from. You know, sometimes we don't want to accept ideas because of where they come from, right? N not cool, because if it's a good idea, accept it. And on top of that, give credit where credit is due. How many of us hate for somebody to steal our idea and then put their name on it? Stop the presses. Look for great ideas wherever they come from. And then speed up communication using technology. If you're running a business today and, and you are not up to speed technologically, tap in, right? I mean, we have a ton of people, uh, experts who can help you, but your business needs to operate like it is 2022, not like it is 1992, okay? So number one, promote a culture of feedback, cultural feedback. Number two, brace yourself, prepare to piss people off. Mm -hmm. I said be prepared to piss people off. Not interested in intimidating people. That, that is not where I'm coming from with this, right? Actually, you, you should be a very kind person up front, a friendly person by nature, right? A, a gentleman or a gentle woman. However, you know, listen, you, you have to be prepared to call a spade a spade. This is what I'm convinced. I'm convinced frightened people really will never show initiative or take responsibility for anything. 
because they're really dictated by your mood, your action. What are you going to do? They're going to respond based on what you're going to do. So you never want people to operate under, you know, fear. You know, you want to be nice. You want to be respectful. You want to be a great leader. But you never, ever want to make it a popularity contest. Be willing to make people angry. I mean, real angry for the benefit of excellence, for the benefit of excellence. Sometimes people got to get pissed off in order to really perform because they've been called out, right? Or, or they or they have a extra sense of accountability that they did not have. That's leadership. Again, leadership is not a popularity contest. You know, trying not to offend anyone and trying to get everybody to like you, right, is a signpost to me to the road to mediocrity. And that's not where we want to be. Be prepared to piss people off, right? Make performance and change your top priorities. If you're leading or, or if you are leading an organization, make performance and change your top priorities. Reward your best performance and get those suckers who are not helping the business out of there. Now you want to do it in a way <laughs> that gives them the opportunity to improve. That's why feedback is a gift, right? You got to coach, you got to give people an opportunity, but if they don't rise to the occasion, you have to reward your top performers and get those who are not supporting out not supporting you out, right? Encourage creativity, but also listen, teamwork makes the dream work. We can't do it alone. We have to promote teamwork, but being responsible as a leader sometimes means that you have to piss people off. Flash your mics if, if you are with me with what I'm saying. Is, is relating to you, relating, I see you, Dora. Okay, I see you, okay, okay. Just want to make sure that, you know, we're all on the same page. Number three, walk the, walk the talk. Walk the talk. Listen, I don't know how this happened, but I want to share something. I told you all earlier that Nelson Mandela is a part of my board of directors. And, and Nelson uh, Mandela has a quote that, that I have shared many, many times on Clubhouse. I love it. I, I've repeated it thousands of times over the years. But, you know, his quote that, that I embraced years ago was, I never lose. Either I win or learn. I never lose. Either I win or learn. Nelson Mandela. Talking about walk the talk. People with integrity, they clearly stand for something bigger than themselves a purpose, right? Um, a set of core val values or ideas. And I thought Ma Nelson Mandela uh, exemplified that, right? We know he spent 27 years in prison, came out, became president. Um, and, you know, recently, I think I shared uh, that I, I received a, a free trip to go to South Africa. That was a couple of months ago. The trip was scheduled this month. I wasn't able to go. Um, because of COVID and a whole lot of other things, decided not to go, but received an email yesterday asking if I could help to coordinate a visit between some delegates out of South Africa and Nelson Mandela's grandson. What is my point? My point is you have to walk the talk. And, and I've also shared a lot about affirmations, incantations, and manifestations, right? Um, this is clearly a manifestation. I can't even explain it, but I know it's real. And, and I know that we talk a lot 
Breakfast of Champions about high frequency. Uh, Laura Wilde talks about the flow state. And, and I can tell you I'm flowing right now, right? I, I am walking the talk. And, and I want you to practice empathy and selflessness as a part of walking the talk. You, you have to practice empathy and selflessness. What is empathy? Putting yourselves in somebody else's shoes, like honestly, authentically. Putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. You know, phrases like, I can understand, I can relate, I can see how, right? It expresses empathy. You need empathy and selflessness in order to really walk the talk. Donna just asked about your message. What is your message? Is it clear? Donna's message was clear. It, it, it actually caused, you know, the result she was looking for in the call to action, right? Is your message clear? Are you walking the talk? Are you selfless in, in trying to assist and support others? Do you apply empathy? Curiosity is the key leadership ingredient, right? In order to walk the talk, you have to show curiosity in others and things that are important to others, right? The leaders are interested and are curious about inspiring others. Also want to use influence, not authority. Influence, not authority. We're talking about walking the talk. You can issue all the memos and give all the motivational speech speeches you want, right? I mean, but if the rest really doesn't, you know, line up, if people don't see you walking the talk every single day, it's hard for people to follow you. It's hard for people to follow you. Number four, be vigilant when it comes to the details. Be vigilant in the details. They say that the devil is in the details. I like to say the love is in the details. The love is in the details. Carving out a clear mission and pursuing them with objectives that are aligned with the mission, it's necessary. And often we want to bypass a lot of the details, the specifics that, that get us there, right? Master the details, then execute. Do not bypass the details. Because think about if the people who just created the COVID vaccine um, didn't follow all of the details. Th think about the, the optometrist um, doing your glasses, right? If they didn't follow all of the details, your prescription would be off a little bit. Think about the medications that we, you know, take to keep people healthy in this country. Uh, if, if it's off just a little, Think about planes that are landing. If air traffic control did not follow the details, there will be crashes and tragedies all over the place. And, and really, that's what happens in our life. There are crashes and tragedies all over the place in our lives because we bypassed the details. Stay in touch with the little things. The little things matter. Avoid analysis by paralysis. Right. You must attend to the fine points. Just like those who use microscopes and things like that, the fine points matter. Right. When, when, when the mathematicians are applying their skills in engineering, the fine points, the angles matter. The details matter. If you're going to achieve excellence in big things, you have to develop a pattern and Mining the little things, right? Mining the little things. Excellence is not 
an option at the end of the day. It has to be a mindset and an attitude. A mindset and an attitude. Um, we are talking about transforming our lives, transforming as individuals, transforming our businesses. And so far, uh, I have shared four points, uh, starting with point number one, that we must promote a culture of feedback, a clash of ideas. Uh, number two, just in case you missed it, you can always go back and check the podcast, uh, but be prepared to piss people off. Number three, walk the talk. Number four, be vigilant in the details. And then number five, I'm going to get to that momentarily, but I'd like to do a quick reset of the room, if you do not mind. You are in the Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. Uh, we we're here to bring you motivation, education, and inspiration Monday Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturday, uh, 6 a.m. to 12 noon, and then on Sunday with Club 11, Club 111, uh, here live. And I love Darian and Dr. Amy, and so please join us on Sundays. And if you have ever missed a segment and want to re-listen uh, to your favorite episode, you can now download the Breakfast with Champions podcast to listen anytime, head over to breakfastwithchampions.live, breakfastwithchampions.live to grab the link and subscribe to the podcast, as well as uh, to see everything else we have going on. Again, thank you for hanging out with us, and uh, go over and check out the podcast if you have not already. And I'm going to wrap up with number five, and then I'm going to open it up to comments and questions. Number five, one that's extremely important for all of us. Uh, if we're going to be successful and transforming. It is to, to not fit into stereotypes. Fit no stereotype. When a leader is engaging in stereotypical behavior, when an individual is engaging in stereotypical behavior, I mean, it's constantly <sighs> causing people to question who they are, what they should do, right? Who's on their side? And we do not want to cultivate uh, environments where, you know, people just create rigidness thought processes, uh, rigidness action, right? We do not want to fit stereotypes. Be ready to change on a dime, right? Flexibility is really the name of the game. No, no stereotype. It's about flexibility, being what you have to be in order to get the job done um, it, but without sacrificing your integrity, right? Um, but fit no stereotypes. Be able to change on a dime. Be aware of, of package solutions as well, right? I mean, I would be leery of, of anyone who thinks that there's one way of doing it best. There's no one way of, of doing it, right? That's why you have to have people at the table and, and you want everyone to weigh in. It's a collective uh, process. Feedback is a gift. and We want to use feedback to garner uh, creative ideas. Don't limit your toolbox. Don't limit your toolbox, right? I mean, fit no stereotype. Don't chase the latest, you know, process or fad. You know, the situation has to be for that particular moment, for that particular moment. And so these are strategies that have helped me uh, to grow, to transform. It's, I found myself in places that I never would imagine. And if you apply some of these, right, then maybe you can add a couple. I'm going to open up. Uh, the microphone so that you know we can we can share I have about eight minutes left and want to give anyone an opportunity to comment uh, so flash your mic if you want to comment or if you uh, have a question go for it Christina 
Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good segment, TM. Um, I just wanted to let you know that number two actually uh, stood out to me. Uh, be prepared to piss people off for the benefit of excellence. Oh, I have flashbacks. Uh, flashbacks from my military days, uh, especially my drill sergeant days. Um, and then uh, even during those days, before and after, me pissing people off and people pissing me off. And so uh, being prepared to piss people off for the benefit of excellence, that stood out to me. And also when I retired from the military, um, one of my mentors, oh, my God, she was tough, 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 tough. And she pissed me off so many times, but I respected her so much, respected her so much for me to disrespect her. And I just want to say that she uh, she definitely brought the excellence out of me. Um, and also when she retired, um, she told me, you have greatness in you. There's greatness in you. And she just kept repeating it. And so I just wanted to share that point um, this morning that number two really stood out to me. Um, thank you for sharing and great segment. Thank you so much, Christina. Yeah, you know, often we have people who seem like, you know, that they're being hard on us, but it's really tough love because they see our potential. And, um, you know, th thank God that we have those people who saw that, right, and, and took that role in our lives. So thanks for that share. Uh, who else would like to weigh in? Hey, TM, this is the first time I've ever listened to you, and thank you for such a, a great segment. Um, I think everything that you're sharing is so, like, character-orientated. And um, since I live in Cape Town, South Africa, I do want to um, invite you whenever you're here, let me know. And would love to meet you up, take you for a surf lesson, show you around the city, my hood. And I'm glad that also, you know, Nelson Mandela has inspired inspired you within your leadership as well and so yeah thank you once again just for sharing oh man thank you for sharing and i got a friend in in africa man listen i am there i'm going to uh follow you right now and uh yeah anytime i'm there i, I would love to to meet up man only on the best of intentions who else wants to share hi Go tm ahead, this is sarah Go ahead, Sarah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, TM, again, that's the first time for me listening to you and to listen to, um, you know, many people who said a lot of things. But thank you for being real. This is what I want to tell you, brother. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for sharing and pouring pieces of your experience and your life because exactly what you're saying. I guess it's it's flagging a lot of alarms in our lives or in our businesses. Um, I just don't want to share anything. I just want to thank you for who you are and for your credible voice that definitely touched me in my heart, in my mind, in my daily life, in my past, present, and probably future plans. Thank you for who you are, TM. Oh, Sarah, thank you for those those very kind words. Um, thank you very much. Who else likes to share? We have a few minutes. Hey, Tim, this is Pastor Jeff. Go ahead, Pastor Jeff. Hey, great segment, brother. Um, I just resonated with that part of making folks angry and the folks who need permission to do it. You know, uh, in, in the ancient text, the first thing that Jesus did 
and his public ministry was make the leaders angry by cleaning the temple out. And the last thing he did before he went to Calvary was to do it a, a second time, which was he, he made some folks angry. So, hey, let's make some folks angry. This is Pastor Jeff, and I inspire others to move from the mind of a victim to the place of a victor. This is Pastor Jeff. Take care, Tim. Great segment. From the mind of a victim to the place of a victor. No, I love that, Pastor Jeff. And, and thank you so much. Listen, I'm reading a couple of books right now, guys. I, I am a, I love Napoleon Hill. I love the books. So I've gone back to Think and Grow Rich. Uh, I'm rereading it. But another book that I'm walking through uh, with the blind master is um, Outwitting the Devil. We, we are going through the excerpts of Outwitting the Devil. And, and I read this book years ago. But I would challenge anyone who is trying to um, be transformed, someone who's trying to take it to the next level. Level. I mean, you know, looking for some mental strategy. Um, and, and really, you know, it, it's just that mental strategy. This thing is about decision-making, my friends. It's about discipline uh, and decision-making. But outwitting the devil, wanted to share that. Uh, let's get one more share in or two uh, before I turn this over to the social media stuff. Uh, flash the mic if you have a comment or you want to weigh in. Go ahead, Debbie. Speak with us. Hello, Tim. That was absolutely outstanding. I just absolutely loved your segment. Uh, what resonated with me was the concept of preparation. And I was having a, a discussion with a colleague yesterday, and we were talking about the fact when you're when you really, really, really have your content down pat, you don't quite get the butterflies that you have when it's newer content or something that you haven't worked on. But there's no excuse for um, a lack of preparation. You really, really have to prepare. And once you once you prepare and have that content down pat, you come across so much more naturally. I heard Matilda Cuomo speak one time, and she was part of a dais. And the people that were on the dais with her were all reading from their notes, reading from index cards, and they were stiff and truly boring. She, it was about daycare centers, and she had her content so down pat that she didn't have to look at a note, and she was just so dynamic and exciting. So you're absolutely right. Preparation, preparation, preparation. Great segment, my friend. Debbie, thank you so much. Listen, preparation eliminates anxiety. Preparation eliminates anxiety. I believe it. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.